David Clark, the People's Sheriff. So Congresswoman Gwen Moore makes this proposal to this inane idea of this sentencing reform bill sweeping through Congress, this criminal justice reform bill that I was out in uh, Washington, D.C. last week with Senator Jeff Sessions and others uh, trying to throw sand in the gears of this movement to uh, slow it down, knock it down, to end it, not have it come for a vote on the floor of either the House or the Senate. It's a very criminal-friendly bill. And the thing that's striking, you've heard me talk about this this bill on this program, is the number of GOP that have gotten in bed with soft-on-crime, criminal, criminal-coddling Democrats in support of this. And I told you what their motivation was. They're trying to flaunt their racial sensitivity so they can go back to their home state this summer as they campaign, those that are up for re-election, and, and, and try to show, you know, uh, yeah, we're, we're sensitive to the plight of black people. And actually, this bill is going to hurt and get killed unnecessarily good law-abiding black people living in these urban ghettos in the United States of America. So during police week, I mean, the, 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 the audacity of the left just, just it never stops amazing me. Congresswoman Gwen Moore, she's from Wisconsin. As a matter of fact, she is in my congressional district. So she's my congresswoman. The woman is a tree stump. The woman is one of the most irrelevant members of Congress. She gets nothing done. She, she, she's a part of no large policy discussions in terms of the, the, the shape of the country. She's a race baiter, and she'll carry the ball for the left on uh, playing the race card. So she comes up with this idea. She proposes that police get de-escalation training and that we create a national use of force standard with local law enforcement. So here's from the story in the Washington Post by Wesley Lowry. Legislation set to be introduced to Congress on Thursday would create a national, new national standard for when police officers can use deadly force and require police academies to teach officer de-escalation techniques. And you wonder why I say that it is the objective of Barack Obama, Attorney General Loretta Lynch, her predecessor Eric Holder, and their henchmen at the United States Department of Justice Civil Rights Division, it is their objective to federalize local law enforcement. It, it, it says it right here. To create a new national standard for when police officers can use deadly force. And require police academies to teach officer de-escalation techniques. And that they all get the same training. The one size fits all. You cannot do that. Every area is different. Every police department in America has a use of force standard. Every state requires it. Within every state, it's a little different. Because a one size fits all just doesn't work for all states. But it's guided by the Constitution and Supreme Court decisions on when and how we can use force. This has to be reasonable. So she comes up with this bill authored by Representative Gwen Moore, the bill called the Preventing Tragedies Between Police and Communities Act of 2016. It says she's been one of the most outspoken members of Congress in calling for federal action to curb the number of police killings. This is during police week, folks. 
So it says that this legislation is the latest in a flurry of measures introduced in the 21 months since the fatal shooting of Michael Brown and police in Ferguson, Missouri, which prompted protests and riots and sparked a national examination of police use of force, which we did not need, by the way. We examine every police use of force already. This became a political construct to drive turnout and a voter registration drive for black votes by the Democrats. That's what this was. So I'm reading this, and she says, I do expect some pushback from law enforcement officials. And then you got this 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 useless guy from the Police Executive Research Forum, Chuck Wexler, who kind of goes along with it. You know, improvements in training, which are the focus of this bill, are a key element of what we're working on. He shouldn't be working on his crap. It's not police-friendly. And so I responded to this, and trust me, you won't see this in the mainstream media because they won't like the tone of it, but I'm going to read it to you. I just returned from police week in our nation's capital. Over 200 names of police officers killed in the line of duty, including 125 last year, were added to the wall. The total numbers of officers killed now exceeds 20,000. How insensitive of Congresswoman Moore to focus on what police officers should be doing as we honor those murdered. Perhaps some of those officers were trying to de-escalate before being killed. This is yet another example that the war on police continues and that political hacks like Congresswoman Moore continually choose to stand on the side of the criminal element and not the police. I was the keynote speaker this year at the annual Cops Luncheon during Police Week. That's the concern of police survivors. The acronym is COPS. I met with surviving family members still processing through the pain, the grief, the suffering of those who shared their stories with me. It was sobering. Congresswoman Moore was not in attendance that afternoon, nor was she at any of the other events memorializing slain officers. Maybe she would have been, maybe had she had been, she would have gotten just a glimpse of what these survivors survivors are struggling with long after they bury their loved ones. Her absence says all you need to know about the utter contempt that Congresswoman Moore feels toward the American law enforcement officer. I think of Congresswoman Moore when I heard author and scholar Thomas Sowell say that for people who have never done this job, to second-guess an officer's use of force brought on by the actions of the perpetrator who poses a threat and a danger not only to the officer but to themselves, leaving the officer with no other option than forced to defend his life, It's one of the great self-indulgences of our time. We are a nation of laws. Congresswoman Moore should bring herself up to speed on the law before opening her mouth. The rule of law allows an officer to use force not equal to the threat as she thinks. It allows an officer to use reasonable force to overcome the threat. This is not a 50-50 proposition. Her suggestion would get many more officers' names added to the memorial wall in Washington, D.C. I hope that the supporters of this jailbreak legislation add her amendment. It would cause every GOP member of Congress to run like their hair was on fire 
and back out of supporting this criminally, criminal-friendly legislation. We do not need federal involvement in local policing. It is a state's rights issue. I will reject any federal attempt to standardize local policing. A one-size-fits-all approach will not work. I have a better suggestion. Ms. Moore should provide money for training for young black males on how to respect the authority of the police and how to comply with their lawful commands. This is usually a role left to fathers, but effective fatherhood and other positive role modeling is in short supply among the underclass in the ghetto. My advice to Congresswoman Moore is to focus on the pathologies that lead to so much police intervention in the American ghetto, including fatherless children, generational poverty, school failure, massive unemployment, and other questionable lifestyle choices, all the result of failed liberal policy. When she figures this out, there will be less need for the police in the black community, fewer police interactions, and fewer tragedies that result from those interactions. Congresswoman Moore. Coming up, we're going to talk about something that uh, FBI Director James Comey said last week. I have some thoughts on that. This is David Clark, the People's Sheriff, on the Blaze Radio Network. Yeah, I know. Hang on a second. I think there's someone following me. Yeah, I have my boat right here. I'll be safe. Call you back. Don't be a victim to a would-be attacker. Carry the Taser Bolt and stay safe with one simple tap of the button. The Taser Bolt delivers a powerful, continuous 30-second volt of electricity without requiring you to hold down or touch the device, giving you time to take your attacker down and escape safely. Taser International will even replace your bolt upon sending them a copy of the police report free of charge. Get it now at pjsafety.com. While you're there, explore our family of non-lethal personal defense products to increase your defense capability and safety. Be proactive and get to pjsafety.com and choose from thousands of easy-to-use personal defense products right now. Tasers, stun guns, sprays, security alarms, and more. pjsafety.com. That website again, pjsafety.com. Your safety begins at pjsafety.com.